I want you to picture something with me. Imagine a group of children sitting on the couch, gathered around their favorite Netflix cartoon. And I want you to scale back from that scene and look into a nearby room where a bunch of adults are peering at these children thinking how awful it was that these kids are so engrossed with their screens. They're not going outside and enjoying and playing and running around and getting dirty. Because by golly, when we were children, that's all we did. We used to sweat. We used to get into fights and wrestle on the ground and scream and laugh and play and ride our bikes so furiously fast that we just passed out in the evenings. There were no screens. We knew what real play was like. I don't know if you've been a part of those conversations, either as a child seeing adults do that <laughs> or been the adult who admittedly is pointing the finger at these young whippersnappers. But here's the reality, y'all. Engaging in play, teamwork, sweating, getting your heart rate up is critical for a child's development. But let's be honest. Are we taking our own advice? When is the last time that you, yes, you, played, got sweaty, got dirty, let time pass with no real agenda? Did you know that play has crazy, amazing benefits for adults backed by research that will help improve your brain function, relationships, spike your creativity, and yes, make your brain happy? Welcome to another episode of Happy Brain. My name is Heather Parody, and thank you for joining us as we explore the fun side to mental health by digging into the simple hacks and fun tips to make your mental health journey more enjoyable and your brain a little happier. What is up, y'all? Welcome to today's episode of Happy brain. I am your host, Heather Parody, and we're going to be talking about why we as grown-ups need to be engaging in play. Recess for grown-ups, y'all. This is what we are all about here. We're going to dig into why this is important and how we can implement little bursts of play throughout our day to make our lives a little bit more enjoyable and, yes, our brain a little happier. But if this is your first time listening and you have not done so yet, we are here to have some fun, explore topics like creativity, play, how we can make our lives more fun, promote mental health in an enjoyable manner. If all that sounds like a good time with you, if anything else, if you want to hear a Southern girl mispronounce words all the time, make sure you hit that subscribe button. And if you have not done so yet, leave us an honest review. I'd love to hear your thoughts. But you know, I'd really love to talk about having some fun playing. I remember a few years ago, I went on one of these uh, women's retreats. I don't know if you've ever been to a women's retreat or a men's retreat or any kind of retreat. Retreats are a good time. I love me a retreat. But this retreat was, I can't remember, I think it was like with our, with our church or something. And we were supposed to go and there was a reason we were going. We were supposed to be talking about a certain subject. And I can't even remember what it was, but it was all these grown women. And we're going there to have a good time, eat some food, do all that stuff. But there was an agenda, right? But I remember... I don't know why. I don't know. I remember I was in graduate school at the time. I was really stressed with that. I had a young child. I almost didn't go because I didn't really have enough time, right? I'm like, I don't have enough time to go. No retreat. I can't be retreating right now. 
but I went to the retreat. And when I got there, I just slept loose. And I don't know what happened. No, there was no alcohol. We were at the church house. We were with the church women's. There was no alcohol going on. Okay. But listen, I just let loose. Like, I don't know. I put, I remember putting on gym shorts and a t-shirt and my tennis shoes and my hair up on a ponytail. Didn't put up any makeup. And I just ran around like a crazy person. And I just, and I know that's really hard for y'all to believe. But I remember going outside and there was this really tall grass and I just went running through a field. <laughs> and I remember them thinking like, what is Heather doing? But I was just, I, I literally think I was overstressed from graduate school. I really do. I'll never forget what a great time I had just getting dirty and going outside and running and playing and acting like a complete hoodlum. Okay. The reason I'm telling you this story is I remember that and it was years ago and I haven't done anything like that in a long time. Yeah, I've gone outside. I've gone on hikes. I've engaged in some fun things, but I don't know what it was about that day that I just kind of let go and just really approached that weekend at that retreat like a child. I probably annoyed some people really, really bad, but I had a great time. And here I am years later when I was doing some research on this topic about play as adults. I'm like, why don't I do that more often? How come? I mean, here's the truth. I don't even remember what the retreat was about. I don't remember what we talked about. I know there's workbooks and worksheets and there's all this stuff going on. But the thing I remember is running out. I remember there was this pond and going and seeing these frogs and running in the field and just acting silly and laughing and all this stuff. And that's what I remember. I don't remember all the rest of this stuff. And it's so interesting to me how sometimes we engage in these really silly bursts of energy or play or creativity or whatever. And we always think back, like, why don't I make space for this more often? I think for me, I don't know if I think it's important. We don't have time to be going and running out in a field and chasing a frog, Heather. You just, you country bumpkin. I live in Chicago and have a grown-up job. I don't know why I said Chicago. But when you dig into play as adults, it's fascinating. There's actually been a ton of research done on the importance of play. And we're going to dig into what play actually means and hopefully give you and I some fun ideas of how we can incorporate it into our days. But I ran across this bit from NPR where they interviewed Dr. Stuart Brown, which get this, is over the National Institute of Play. Yes, my friends, there is a National Institute of Play. And you know, homegirl is going to be getting off this microphone in a little bit and sending in my resumes. I'm going to be like, what up? I want to work at the National Institute of Play. That sounds like a good time. But anyways, NPR was interviewing Dr. Stewart, and this is what he said play is, okay? Quote, play is something done for its own sake. It's voluntary. It's pleasurable. It offers a sense of engagement. It takes you out of time. And the act itself is more important than the outcome. Woo! Oh, man, you know, that's some therapy right there. Think about the act itself is more important than the outcome. My top A people in the back on the struggle bus doing things for performance and outcome. Mm, mm. I ain't talking to me. Of course not. I'm not talking about me. But I love that definition of play because it puts it into almost like a question. We can ask ourselves, okay, is X activity considered play or not? Well, is it voluntary? <laughs> Somebody dragging you, making you do it. Is it pleasurable? Does it offer a sense of engagement? Does it take you out of time? And is the act itself more important than the outcome? Now, see, at first I thought playing Catan was a good idea of play, but you know I'm attached to the outcome of that. Homegirl's competitive. I will kick your beep, 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 because I'm Catan. And no, it's not pronounced Catan. You can fight me all day long, Catan. I'm kidding, but seriously. Even if you get into like a crazy competitive state, like the act itself needs to be more important than the outcome. Brown continues. And again, uh, this, this NPR bit is linked in the show notes if you want to watch and listen to the whole thing. But he was saying that, you know, children, it's important for them to play because it helps teach them empathy and how to communicate. 
how to roll with the punches. But what about as a, as grown-ups? Do we what are the benefits of engaging in pleasurable voluntary acts of enjoyment? Oh man, I have so many jokes. But why is play good for you as an adult? Well, we'll turn to NBCnews.com, who had a really good article all about the research. But this is what they had to say. They said the most obvious benefit comes from play that involves physical activity. When done frequently, it strengthens your heart, boosts your lung function, lowers your risk of developing coronary heart disease. But not only that, physical play like sports and exercise also reduce stress, yada yada, and trigger the release of endorphins, yada yada, helps you relax after a stressful day. AKA, they're trying to trick you into exercising. You know what they're trying to do. I'm not going to be tricked to exercise. But no, seriously, if we got to exercise, why not have a good time doing it? I have this friend and he does this thing called rucking. I think I'm going to do an episode on it because it sounds so freaking fascinating. But he seriously, he explained it to me. It's like you put on, you put on all this heavy gear. I don't know what you're carrying. You're carrying all this stuff and you go out for days at a time and you wade through water and climb through mudded, the mudded woodsens the mud in the woods and mountains and it's just crazy and you sweat and you don't sleep and you get exhausted and they just have a great time. Doesn't that sound like the best play of your life? But he sees it as, you know, an enjoyable way to exercise. So you're kind of getting in what you have to do, the grown up bit, but making it more fun. So that's a practical way of maybe engaging in play, even though, you know, I don't know, because you think about it being voluntary, sometimes we feel like we have to exercise. So I don't know. That could be arguable. But I I know there were several articles that I read that kind of presented the idea of being more playful, right? So, you know, today I might not be able to go take an hour to go outside and run around in a field or play kickball or whatever it may be. But how could I make my surroundings more playful? How could I maybe pause and ask myself before I engage in something? How can I make this more fun? Even something small like that. How can I make this more fun. Now I have an advantage and a lot of you guys do who maybe work remotely or work from home because you have a little bit more flexibility in your schedule. Case in point, uh, it's in the middle of the day right now and I love to go and take my run in the middle of the day because I love to run. It really helps me with my anxiety and I get a lot of creative weird ideas when I go out running. Plus the sun's out when it's running and it's a little bit warmer and I know it sounds crazy, but I love running in the heat. I know half of you don't even like me anymore, but I enjoy it. But I have a I have a luxury to be able to do that. So I was thinking about people who work normal normal jobs, right? Nine to five, have to go to work, but get these crazy things called lunch breaks. Who likes them a lunch break? I found, uh, and we'll wrap it up here in a second, but I had to share this with you guys. This is so freaking amazing. Because I'm sitting here thinking, okay, play is important. That's super aspirational, but how do you actually do it? Okay, I might can go rucking one weekend, even though it doesn't sound like play to me. I can have a Catan night. Side note, remember how I said Catan, not Catan. I can be more intentional with going outside with my kids and carving out time for play. But what are some other ways that we can bring play into our lives? Because I don't think anybody listening to a show called Happy Brain is not on board with the play idea. We're like, sign me up, Janet. I'm there. But again, we for freaking grown ups and we got to think of some unique ways to play when we have crazy demands of our lives. So I decided I was going to Google fun lunch break ideas and I'll link it up in the show notes. I won't read everything, but there was this amazing article in Inc. about some fun ideas for your lunch break that'll that'll bring in some play. OK, I'm just going to give you a couple and I'll wrap it up here. OK, but this has some of the best ideas ever. Number two on this list, 
is wiggle like a kid and they actually tell you to go get a hula hoop buy a stinking hula hoop and put it in your office and on your (laughs) i love this so much on your lunch break or whatever you feel like it do a little hula hooping that's it now if you get i'm adding this in here this is heather style if you get extra good at it you could actually hula hoop on your calls and you know Mr. CEO, you're on the phone with like, what are you doing? Like, oh, nothing. I'm just hula hooping during this. He will remember you forever. You burn calories. You have a little fun. Hula hoop, y'all. Here's another fun idea. (laughs) On your lunch break, go roller skating. I love that this made the list. Side note, there is a roller rink down the road from me. And when I read this, I was like, why have I not gone there? Why have I not gone roller skating? I don't know if they're open because of the C word that's happening right now, if you're listening to this in 2021, but I'm going to check it out and get back with you guys. Side note, we have an Instagram now at happy brain FM. I'm going to try to drop some uh, pics if I go roller skating there, (laughs) engaging in some play y'all. Okay. It'll probably be me on my butt the whole time, but listen, it's voluntary. It's fun. And the process is more enjoyable than the outcome. Can I get an amen? We'll end it with this one. I think this is amazing. This suggests eek.com, you know, very serious. How to have more fun. How to enjoy your lunch break. It suggests. Lean in, y'all. Check it. Be a street musician. Josh Gillar, a web designer from Top Spot Internet Marketing in Houston, suggests taking a musical instrument to a nearby park and, quote, get away from the screen and take a container for your tips. If any of you guys do this, please take a picture. Send it to your girl. You'll find me I'm online at Heather Parody. This is stinking amazing. Listen, again, there's so many fun, interesting little creative ideas for your lunch break. If anything else, it'll give you a great laugh. It's linked up in the show notes. I just wanted this episode to encourage you that, you know what, when it's all over with, right? When we, however much time we are given on this earth, we're not going to be looking back at all these things that we're stressed about right now, right? We're going to be looking back at those times that we let go that we enjoyed a little bit more that we ran through the stick and field at the woman's retreat looking like a fool maybe having a breakdown but <laughs> having a great time and i know that and you know that we know that let's just remind ourselves this week and as you go about your day to even pause and reflect how can i make this more fun how can i make this more playful and actually if you can carve out space for it become a street musician man hula hoop in your office Go rucking this weekend. Life is super short, y'all. And to make the best of it, we got to make our brains happy. Thank you for listening to another episode of Happy Brain. If you enjoyed this, make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you have an extra second, leave us an honest review over on iTunes or your Apple podcasting app. And until next time, my friends, keep that brain of yours happy.